Hello and welcome to the 68th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. And just before we start, just to let you know, you might hear a jackhammer. Please repeat, you might hear a jackhammer. What's a jackhammer? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. A jackhammer is that pneumatic hammer, that pneumatic drill that's powered by compressed air. And that's because my neighbor next door is rehabbing his driveway. He is widening his driveway. Please repeat, my neighbor is widening his driveway. My neighbor is widening his driveway. To widen, to make something wider. Why is he widening his driveway? Oh, there's a good one. Repeat that one, please. Why is he widening his driveway? Well, he's widening his driveway because he bought an RV. He bought one of these RV campers, and he wants to park it in his driveway. And so he is widening his driveway because if he doesn't widen it, it won't fit. And so you might hear a jackhammer. Anyway, before we start officially, I'd also like to remind you of how important it is to be able to recognize the sound of combined key words. These are the frequently used words in English that you need to recognize immediately because we use them so often. We use these combinations of words so often, and it's a really good idea to practice them, listening to them, and recognizing them. I'm talking about the verb to be, and I'm talking about all of the other auxiliar verbs like do and does and did and could and should and would and have and has. Let's focus on the verb to be. Why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Why are you here? Why were they here? Why were they? Were they? Were they? Why were they here? Where were they? Were they? Were they? Where were they? You need to recognize this immediately. Where were they? Who's here? Who's here? Who was there? Who was? Who was? Who was? Who was? Who was there? Who was there? How often? How often is he here? How often is he here? How often is she here? Or when? When are they coming? When are they? Are they? Are they? Are they? Are they? When are they coming? When are they coming? When are they coming? When were you here? When were you? Were you? Were you? Were you? When were you here? When were you here? What? What was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? What was it? What were they? What were they? They're here, right? They are here, aren't they? They're here. They are. They are. They are. They're. 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 The contraction of they are is they're. They're here, right? They're here, aren't they? They're here, aren't they? They were here, weren't they? They were here, weren't they? Okay, they were, they were there. Now, the other key combination or the other combined key words, these combined key words we use with auxiliary verbs like I mentioned, do, did, does, could, should, would. And this is another combination that you need to recognize quickly. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Why doesn't it work? Why doesn't it work? Why shouldn't we go? Why shouldn't we go? Why shouldn't we go? Right? Or, for example, uh, where does she live? Does she, does she, does she, does she? Where does she live? Where does he, does he, does he, does he? Where does he live? Where does he live? Where does he live? Where does he live? Did she, did she, did she? Where did she live? Where did she live? Did she, did she? Where did they, did they, did they? Where did they live? Where did they live? Because we go so quickly, right, when we speak English, but you need to recognize these key combinations. Diddy, 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 diddy. Where did he go? Did she, did she? Where did she go? Where did she go? Could you, could you? How often could you work on weekends? How often could you? 
How often could you work on weekends? How often could he work on weekends? Could he, could he, could he, could he? How often could he work on weekends? Okay, you get the point, right? But it's really important. So anyway, thanks for sticking with me here on the 68th episode. 68th. Remember your cardinal numbers and your ordinal numbers. And this is important. Many times when you see a number written, let's say you're reading a document out loud and you see like June 1, 1971. June 1, 1971. Usually you would pronounce that June 1st, 1971. Usually we pronounce these numbers in the ordinal numbers. We use the ordinal numbers. Like, for example, this is episode number 68, but sometimes we'll see it written the 68 episode. You see 68, but you wouldn't say the 68 episode. No, no, you would say the 68th episode. Or let's say we're talking about Friends. Remember the sitcom Friends. You would say, oh, my favorite season was the fourth season of Friends. But if you see it written, you would say it the same way. You might see the four season of Friends. Sometimes they will do this. Uh, but you need to say, hey, it's the fourth season of Friends. So how is your summer so far? We are in the middle of July right now. Things are heating up. The weather is heating up. What does to heat up mean? This is a great phrasal verb, to heat something up. First of all, I think of food. If something is cold, if you have cold food, you need to heat it up, like you put it in the microwave, for example, or you put it on the stove, and you heat the food up, you heat up the food. So we can divide that phrasal verb. Heating up also refers to something that's becoming intense. Ooh, things are heating up in the Champions League. If you follow football or soccer and you like the Champions League, things are really heating up because of the playoffs. The playoffs are coming soon and the teams are competing and it's getting exciting and it's getting very intense. Things are heating up. Or a political situation is heating up. In other words, a political situation is getting more intense. Like in the United States recently because of all of the riots and the protests and the revolts things have been heating up for a long time in the united states for the last three or four months things have been really heating up particularly after the killing of george floyd in minneapolis last may so we see these revolts and these riots and these protests and all of this upheaval Revolt. Remember, when you learn a new word, ask yourselves, is it a noun also? In other words, if it's a noun, ask yourselves, is it a verb? If you learn it as a verb, ask yourselves, is it a noun? Revolt. To revolt. Yes, to revolt is a noun and a verb. To revolt means to riot, to brawl. It's a disturbance. A revolt is a disturbance. It's, it's to protest. These are all synonyms. Revolt, riot, protest. This is a good one. Upheaval. I like the word upheaval. Upheaval is a noun. It's not a verb. How do you spell upheaval? If I say upheaval, how do you spell it? U-P-H-E-A-V-A-L. U-P-H-E-A-V-A-L. Upheaval. This is a, uh, a disturbance or a disruption, something like that. And so what's happening right now, as you've seen in the United States, because of these protests and these riots, the police are really cracking down. It's another great phrasal verb. To crack down, we don't divide this one. It's a non-separable phrasal verb. To crack down on something. So to crack down means to take strong measures against something, to really, really enforce the rules. 
What's the opposite of heating up? Cooling down. Cooling down, yeah. Things are cooling down. The protests are decreasing. There are fewer riots. There are fewer revolts. Things are cooling down. And we can use that with food as well. Just like heating up, we can use with food. To heat food up means to warm it up, to make it hotter, or to make it hot to begin with. And to cool down is something you need to do with food when it's too hot. Oh, that burns. Ow, ooh, my tongue. I just burned my tongue. Wow, that's hot. That coffee is really hot. Well, of course it's hot, but you need to let it cool down. Yeah, I need to let it cool down. I need to let the coffee cool down. Have you ever had this problem where you burn your tongue and it hurts and then you can't taste anything? for a couple days. This happens to me sometimes. I love coffee so much and I I want to drink it right away, but I don't let it cool down. I need to let the coffee cool down. Anyway, there's a lot going on in this podcast, but I would like you to please focus on the sound of those combined key words I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast and really practice those. Practice recognizing them when people say them because remember, listeners, Listening is more important than speaking. If you can't understand what people are saying, it doesn't matter how good your English is, you really can't use it. So listening comprehension is key, and that's why you're tuning into these podcasts. That's it for the 68th episode. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.